pursuing fitness has been the next biggest life changer, game changer, whatever you want to call it, for me, it's my sanity, period. It is literally the thing that keeps me sane. Like, I can't even describe how like critical it is for me to get to the gym. And then as I kept going, it just turned into more and more. Like, then I saw, oh, this kind of makes me a happier me, you know? This kind of affects me emotionally. So I know what it's like to be unhealthy pregnant and know it's like to be healthy pregnant and so then if you fast forward now to this pregnancy it's the reason that I still go and so it's because I know it's the difference in it. Welcome back to the Building Better People podcast. This is your host Charlie Lima and I am so excited for you to hear from my wife Alicia Lima today on the podcast. I hope you enjoy. My name is Alicia Lima and I am um Married to the Charlie Lima, and we have two beautiful children, Kate and Anderson. And um, I am 33 years old, and uh, yeah. Well, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. And I feel like, obviously, I know so much about you because I'm your husband. Mm -hmm. But I believe you have so much that you can share uh, about your journey with health and fitness and so I would like you to take us back as early as you remember kind of your fitness journey starting. Mm-hmm. That's funny because um, really my fitness journey started in college and it was um, really actually mostly to impress you. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't uh, a super... Um, consistent or a healthy regimen that I did I didn't really know what I was doing I just liked going uh where you were where you were (laughs) so I would go to the gym a lot to see you (laughs) but um no really I think when I really um decided to take control of my health was um probably after our first daughter after Kate was born so I, I kind of worked out throughout that pregnancy a little and I kind of did some running and some yoga and stuff before that but um but I wasn't ever extremely consistent or dedicated to it so then after um after having Kate who's gonna be five this summer um is when I decided I needed to get a little more serious about my health and just um that's when I uh started CrossFit and started getting just very into it and very consistent and so would you so when you say back in college you know you would you weren't really into it so describe the difference between working out in back in college and working out now just in terms of your mindset your commitment level yeah there's a huge difference and the one thing that stands out to me the most about the difference of when I used to work out then and when I work out now um is then my um in the the motivation behind it was purely aesthetics so it was only to look good and it was only it it didn't have anything to do with feeling good it didn't have anything to do with um you know just being functional and in making life easier it only had to do with how I looked so it was totally um just I mean that's silly but that's where I was in college so um but now now that it's turned that now that it's turned into more um 
like true fitness journey, it's impacted me like so much differently. Now I can, you know, chase the kids around without getting winded and I can just, I mean, life is just easier and spiritually and mentally. And like, it's so different now because the motivation is not just the way I look, you know, it's so much more than that, that I get out of it now. And so there was a period of time between college and where you described where you started after Kate was born. So, you know, that would have been probably from about 20, I guess your mid twenties till when you had Kate, you know, which would have been like at 29, I guess, late twenties. Yeah. So what, um, what was that season like? I mean, did you keep working out? You know, we ran that half marathon together. Yeah, that season, I mean, it was actually, that was sprinkled with a few half marathons, like, you know, intermittently. Um, and then I did yoga kind of like at home and at a couple places, but it was just really inconsistent is the way I would describe it. So, you know, if I was training for a half marathon, I wasn't even, actually most of the half marathons I've done, I wasn't like full-fledged into training mode. I kind of just um, <laughs> didn't train well and just did them. So it was never, it was just very inconsistent, never, you know. like what, there was some Even up. during that time, you always continued to, you know, do something. So what even if it was that minimal commitment. So what drew you into working out? Like, why was that even something that you wanted to do even during those years? Well, I don't, I guess uh, that's a good question. I, um, I mean, I know it's important, you know, we all, I guess everybody, like whether we say it out loud or don't, we all know that health is important and being active is, you know, a good thing. And so I've always known it's a good thing. I just, at that, I guess during that season, there wasn't something that like a hundred percent just like intrigued me maybe, or just like made me want to keep doing it, you know? So, yeah. So then you got, so then we got pregnant with Kate Mm -hmm. and then that was 2000. So we got pregnant in the fall of 11, 2011. Uh And then, uh, Kate was born August 27th, Mm -hmm. 2012. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, I remember a few of those workouts before <laughs> Kate was born. Yeah. Um, and just kind of the, the difference, the overall difference in just the desire for me to work out. Mm-hmm. So kind of, um, you know, speak on that a little bit. Mm. The workouts during that pregnancy? No, no, like before, like probably that year or two before you got pregnant with Kate. Mm-hmm. And then um, after getting pregnant, you know, like when you were pregnant with Kate, you asked me to write you some workouts. Yeah. I brought a kettlebell home. Yeah. And you were, yeah. And (laughs) for that time period, you like really were trying to kind of get into it while you were pregnant. Yeah. So it was just a completely different desire. You know, it was one that like for the probably two years prior to Kate being born, it was almost like it didn't seem like fun. Like it wasn't something you wanted to do. And then all of a sudden it was something you wanted to do. Yeah. I guess it was probably just that was more a mindset thing I think um because I did dabble and cross it a little bit before we got pregnant with Kate out at the old Brian location and um I never I guess I just never like again this word I'm going to use it over and over I am using it over and over but commitment you know so I wasn't if I was going I remember I don't remember if it was summertime or if it was when I was teaching but I was going real early for like a little season at like maybe 6 a.m 
Um, but I would go like once a week or twice a week. And so I guess I just hadn't made up my mind that it was like, that I was really ready, you know, to just jump in. And so, um, and then during my pregnancy, I think I turned it up a little bit during my pregnancy just because I wanted a, a healthy pregnancy. So I knew, I felt like it was more than just about me. And actually maybe now saying this out loud, maybe that's kind of what it turned into, I guess, all along is it became something more than just being about me so now I have this baby inside of me and I'm responsible you know for this body that's carrying it and growing it and so um so that's when I came to you and asked you to write those workouts for me and then um and then afterwards I after pregnancy I guess it was multifaceted because a, I knew I needed to do something more intense than running and yoga because I knew, you know, I had this extra baby weight that I was carrying and I think I gained 45 pounds with Kate and, um, and I just knew I needed to turn it up a little bit. Um, but B, once I, when I, so I did make that decision to just really, you know, I started going several days a week and, and then it turned into like four or five days a week and like every single week. And so, um, but I guess once I started going with it, once I, once I made the decision and then kept going with it, then I guess what really hooked me was that it was more than just me and it was more than just exercise and it was more than just something physical to do with your body. It was, uh, so much more really. It was, um, being a good steward of my body. You know, I have this body that can do these things and, and, I was totally taking that for granted. So I wasn't, you know, I wasn't just appreciating that. And then, um, and then I had Kate, you know, I have a little baby that I now, which, you know, lack of sleep and all of that craziness that comes with that new transition of becoming a parent. And so exhaustion. And so then exercise kind of like gives you energy, of course. And so then it was that, and then it was, and then as I kept going, it just turned into more and more. Like, then I saw, oh, this kind of makes me a happier me, you know? This kind of affects me emotionally. And so, um, and then, and then I, I was, no, I was, I was done teaching at that time, so it wasn't that, but, um, yeah, it was just so much more. It just became so much more. So when I, when I think about your story, just because I witnessed it, right, probably more mm-hmm. firsthand than anybody's story, For you sure. know? Um and I think about those workouts that I'd seen prior to what you call the beginning of your journey, right? Uh-huh. So that probably, I mean, you you always were, it was never like you had gained a lot of weight or you just let yourself go because you always maintained your weight and you always, mm-hmm. you know, like you, you you said it, you know, I, I, I knew exercise was important, so you did stuff, but it was obligatory, you know, yeah. it was not committed. Right. And so... But, you know, after Kate was born and you literally probably at, I don't know, 10 or at she, her 12, when she was three months was when you said, hey, I want to start working out. When I turned 30. Yeah. Maybe, okay. It could have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could have been because she was born in August and you were, you turned 30 November. So, mm-hmm. um, you said, I'm ready to start or I want to start CrossFit. And what I saw probably from that November, I guess we'll say 2012 and I'll fast forward to probably the 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 next date that I would recall just as a significant date was October 2014 you did BCS Classic Mm -hmm. and I remember a picture and just you know that picture always reminds me of kind of 
wow, how far you made it, right? And how far you went in your fitness journey and how committed you were. And, you know, you were out there and you worked hard. You know, you did awesome at the competition. Um, But just to me, it's like, man, that's what every person who gives birth would love to do. You know, they would love to within, you know, just, I guess that would have been two years. Yeah. Right. But, but not just fit. I mean, just really enjoying it, really thriving. And it wasn't an unhealthy fit. You know, it's not like you went extreme, Mm -hmm. you know, you weren't the person working out for three hours at the gym, you know, you would just do classes. You just went almost every day, you know, and you never, um, you were never obsessive about it. And so when I think about your story and when I think about that, and little did we know, but I think that you were pregnant at that competition (laughs) with Anderson. So, um, but I, uh, I just think about, wow. So there's gotta be something happening that other women can benefit from knowing, right? There's gotta be something that you felt or did or experienced. And it could be everything that you just said, but like, Try to think back to that time and the difference between, you know, November 2012 and October in 2014 and what was going on inside of you. Like what was your, you know, what motivated you? What what inspired you? What made you keep working mm, out? Yeah. Um, as you were just asking that question, the word that popped in my head was progress. So I could see, I, I almost got not, not addicted or not like, you know, that sounds like an unhealthy thing, but... I could see myself getting stronger. I could see, you know, I started being able to do things that I couldn't do. Like, first it was double unders, and then it was pull-ups, and then it was just, like, one thing after another. The weights were going up, you know, and I was PRing, and um, and I think I just loved that so much. Like, I had never done a, um, like, a fitness regimen that I could just really track that, I guess, or measure that, and I think it really motivated me. So that was probably one of the things It just being able to see my progress in the gym and seeing my hard work pay off. Um, then also I think CrossFit is just for me, it was, um, it was also something so different than what I'd ever done because when I used to go to just a gym and do my own workouts, it was kind of like, I did the same things over and over. I didn't really know, you know, there wasn't really a plan. And so CrossFit, you come in and then there's like a new workout for you every single day and it's fresh and I was learning so many different things. And then, and then at the social aspect, so, you know, there, you build these relationships. Like I've always done the women's only class for the majority, the majority of the time that I do CrossFit still is in that class. Um, but so then there's the social thing where you're making friends and you're building these bonds and you're encouraging each other. And so um, that was a huge part of, you know, what kept me coming back and, um, and motivated to keep showing up. So it's, again, it's a multifaceted thing. It's a lot more than just, you know, one component. But, um, yeah. I think that's, that's awesome. And so the next <laughs> part to this story is you, we're pregnant. Yes. With Anderson. No. Oh, yes. Yeah, because... Right now. Oh, no. <laughs> well, and we are right now. But, um, so, and that brought a whole nother, I think, part to the story, to your journey, because when you were pregnant with Kate, I mean, the workouts you were doing, it was nothing like you were doing with when you were pregnant with Anderson. Yeah. Because by the time you were working out when you were pregnant with Anderson, which was kind of 
the fall 2014 going into the spring of 2015 right. when he was born in June. Right. I mean, you were crossfitting nearly every day. Yeah. And pregnant. And yeah. um, just describe to me as, uh, I mean, you know, as a female, because you're currently experiencing pregnancy. Yes. You're at 30 weeks pregnant. And what it feels like to go work out and probably the amount of effort it takes any given day, but also the benefits. So, you know, what was the difference in being pregnant, working out with Anderson comparatively to being pregnant with Kate and then kind of doing those very, not very hard workouts, but just moving? Yeah. Well, going into my um, pregnancy with Anderson, with our second child, I was in the best shape that I've ever been in my whole life. So that alone made it a very different, you know, going into it was very different than the first time, um, which was really pretty cool because I had two, uh, extremes to compare. You know, I know what pregnancy, I already knew what pregnancy was like, not super healthy. I mean, healthy, but not, you know, like not in my greatest shape. And then, so going into it with Anderson, um, I had kind of already that just like, um, well, I guess just like that foundation under my belt. And so, um, the workouts felt better when I would, for sure. Actually, I, I remember, um, the workouts with, I, I remember this one workout keeps popping into my head and it was this workout with Kate, with our first baby that when you wrote me this workout and we lived at Shenandoah and you had me go up to like the basketball courts and run sprint. And I was thinking I was like 30 weeks pregnant at that time too. <laughs> But it was um, July, I think, or June, and I was huge, and it was hot, and you had me go up there and run sprints, and there were some other things mixed in, I think lunges, but I think sprints is the one thing that stands out to me because it was comical probably to anybody watching. Um, and then I think about that workout because that was probably the most miserable workout I've ever felt in my life. And then going to Anderson's pregnancy, going into it already with a fitness you know, foundation and it was just very different. So the workouts were much more pleasant, I will say. Um, but I will also say it wasn't easy to make myself go up there. I mean, there's a lot of aches and pains and a lot of extra pounds that you're carrying that, um, and you're tired and, you know, and sometimes sick. And so there's a lot of reasons and excuses to, to not do it. But I knew what it felt like to go through pregnancy, not doing it. And I knew what it felt like to be really fit now and so I didn't want to give that up. I wasn't willing to give that up. So I stayed just kind of focused and committed throughout Anderson's pregnancy. I think I worked out the day before we had him. You worked right? Tuesday. So we had him on Thursday, June 4th. And Tuesday you were doing thrusters, I recall. <laughs> Literally, yeah, you were doing like 65-pound thrusters on okay, Tuesday. Okay, yeah. And that pregnancy, that whole pre- – so the funny thing is I was sicker, like – hormonally like you know just nauseous and a little bit sicker with Anderson Kate was a easy pregnancy in that aspect but despite the sickness I was physically well with Anderson so I felt better even it's kind of funny but even though I was sicker with that pregnancy throughout the entire pregnancy I still felt better than I did with the first one and then go to um delivery and labor and all of that jazz and that was a totally different story too being in shape I mean 
everything, labor, delivery, recovery, everything. And with Kate, it took me, I think, 10 weeks before I was even going for a walk, really. And then with Anderson, after, like, five weeks, I felt ready to be back in the gym. It was just, like, so quick. I felt great. I felt great, like, literally right after I had him. And so it was so different. Everything about it was different. So I know what it's like to be unhealthy pregnant and know it's like to be healthy pregnant and so then if you fast forward now to this pregnancy it's the reason that I still go and so it's because I know the difference and it's just so there might be people listening to this podcast who um who who either feel like maybe CrossFit is too intense for people who are pregnant Mm -hmm. who might feel like and I know you're not a doctor obviously but you are a real life example of somebody who was doing 65 pound thrusters (laughs) two days before they gave birth and um and so you can speak just from firsthand experience you know because there might be some women listening they're like man I don't know you know I just found out I'm pregnant or we're trying to have a baby Mm -hmm. I don't know if CrossFit's the right program for me what Mm -hmm. can you say to that person ugh to the person who's trying to get pregnant, I mean, I think anybody, health, fitness, any doctor, get in shape because that's going to help you to get pregnant and that's going to help you to have a better pregnancy. So, I mean, CrossFit, for me, CrossFit is, I, I've said this before, but for me, CrossFit is synonymous with fitness because that's what it did for me. It got me into like literally the most fittest, best shape, that best health that I've ever been in my whole life. And so I use that synonymously. So I say dive into CrossFit for sure. Now is like the perfect time if you want to get pregnant. If you're already pregnant and thinking about starting, I think that you can. Obviously, like you said, I'm not like a, a, a medical professional or anything. So, but I think CrossFit's one of those things that you can just modify so easily so it's not I think it has a stigma of being kind of intimidating or that you have to go in and lift these really heavy weights and do all this really crazy intense stuff but it's so easily modified and I think what a lot of people don't realize is that the majority of people that do CrossFit modify their workouts or a large portion of them do. And so like I modify even, you know, even when I was in the best shape of my life, I was still modifying workouts. And so, um, so I think it's not, I think like for sure, I think getting healthy and staying healthy throughout pregnancy, I, I I wish that anybody could experience like I did, like a not healthy pregnancy and a health pregnancy and then you just know like it's just it's a a no-brainer like get in the gym and do it and and that's great I think that's you know that speaks specifically to people who you you know and and you haven't really touched on the emotional benefit just Mm, a little bit you I mean you talked about it but just during pregnancy obviously there's some hormones and some (laughs) mood swings and some good days and bad days Uh and so how does you know just I mean it it takes everything you have to get to the gym well now you're pregnant with two kids you know Mm -hmm. the first pregnancy you didn't have any kids Mm -hmm. so you're just trying to get yourself there Mm -hmm. there or if you are pregnant for the with Mm -hmm. no kids this the second pregnancy you've got one kid depending on the age you're chasing that one around you know and trying to get to the gym and third pregnancy Mm -hmm. now you got two kids so but what does that do for you emotionally? Like, how do you feel? It's my sanity, period. It is literally the thing that keeps me sane. Like, I can't even describe how 
like critical it is for me to get to the gym. Um, when I, when I don't make it to the gym, like my whole day is different. My whole, I mean, it's just thrown off, but literally even like my mornings are always crazy. Right. So I get to, I always take the kids to school at nine and then I try to get to the gym at the, for the 10 o'clock class. And I say that's my witching hour, you know, like for the babies, the witching hours, like in the evening when they just get so fussy and crazy and, and everything goes haywire. But my witching hour is like getting the kids to school, like leaving the house on time, getting all my gym back together, their backpacks together, their lunches together. And so I always feel kind of like a crazy lady when I walk into the gym, right? I've told you that before. So like when I get there, if you ask me how I'm doing, it's probably like, <laughs> it is so hard to get there, but I never, and I know I never, ever, ever, ever have I wished that I didn't go. Like I am always so thankful that I went, that I got that workout in and I feel like a completely different person leaving the gym than I did when I got to the gym. Like it just, and then it just levels out my day. It just makes my day right. So this uh, pregnancy, 30 weeks pregnant, um, would you say workouts are, how, how are they feeling right about now? Because, uh, you know, this is kind of the last stretch. You know, we got about two months. Mm-hmm. So how, how are your workouts right now feeling? Really hard. <laughs> <laughs> they feel hard for sure, um, but they still feel great. I mean, there's a few things that I'm not, I can't do, but not many. Like, I'm still doing burpees, and, you know, I, they, they still feel good. Moving still feels a whole lot better than not moving. So, um, but, yeah, I think they're getting hard. Breathing is a little bit hard. The bouncing belly is pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this um, so so this next part, I want to talk about nutrition. Okay. Because I feel like you've always been such a great example of not being extreme. (laughs) (laughs) That's an easy, polite way of saying that I don't eat very healthy. (laughs) Um, No, but I I definitely, I I feel like you you eat very healthy, you know, and... um, but you're not extreme, you know, you, I've always, I I literally, every time I tell people, I'm like, yeah, my wife has a bowl of bluebell every night, you know, and, um, but she's made it, she's figured out how to make it work. Mm -hmm. So, um, and like, you don't, you're not having a bowl of bluebell every night, but you, you like to have bluebell. But there's been seasons where I do, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Whether you're pregnant or not pregnant. And so we're kind of talking obviously during pregnancy. So Mm -hmm. you probably, your diet changes, but you know, give me, you know, you're 33, you're turning mm-hmm. 34 in November. Mm-hmm. I believe that where, in just my experience as a trainer and sitting down with so many different females in particular, you know, the the weight gain occurs, you know, from that like 25 to 35, like, mm-hmm. you know, or really 30. I mean, it's almost like by 30, uh, you, you kind of set the tone for what direction you're going to go, like mm-hmm. continue to gain weight or more overweight or... Um, or maybe be in good shape. So you're, you've progressed in terms of health really well. You know, you have figured out your eating in your twenties, figured out what works for you. And now you're in your thirties. So kind of give me a, a, a quick overview from like, you know, when we met, you were 19 mm-hmm. and now you're 33. So give me kind of an overview in terms of your diet in those years. Hmm. 
Okay, well, um, I think at 19, I didn't care at all what I was putting in my body. Like, it, I, I, sometimes I just didn't eat even. You know, I just, I, I, I just didn't really have any kind of healthy mindset about food um, during those years. But um, fortunately, I started dating you. <laughs> <laughs> and you kind of started rubbing off on me a little, or at least I felt a little bit embarrassed to probably eat how I used to eat. So I started eating kind of what you ate. No, but really, um, cooking like cooking meals for you, it wasn't like I was going to cook two different meals for you and for me. So that really kind of got me eating a lot healthier, a lot more nutritious than um, than I really had ever. I don't Because I, I didn't really grow up eating super healthy. I don't really remember, but it was never like health was never a topic of conversation growing up and so it was never like at the forefront of my mind as far as food and nutrition it just was like you eat whatever you eat um so but then when I started when we started you know dating and getting more serious and I would be cooking meals for you then I would obviously cook meals for me at the same time and so that just kind of got me thinking more about nutrition and about what I was eating um so I I don't know. And then now, like, where I guess where we are with our family now is, like, I try to cook healthy because you enjoy it, because the kids enjoy it, and because I enjoy it. And we want our – I mean, we want – well, I guess Kate would enjoy it if we put chocolate on the table every night, too. But <laughs> we want our kids to grow up eating healthy. So the meals that I cook and that I prepare at our house need to set that tone. And so, so that keeps me kind of in line. But then – yeah, you're right. Like after the kids go to bed, if I want bluebell, I just have bluebell. Or um, if I'm out at lunch with a friend and I want to order something that's not super healthy, I'll, you know, at restaurants I'll order just kind of whatever. But I guess the majority of the the meals that I eat are healthy. So then there's like everything that I prepare is probably healthy. I try to buy healthy groceries and just keep that in the house. So, so okay, no, that's good. And so the next question I know the answer to, but. Um, so it's going to be a two part question. So okay. do you weigh yourself every day? And then to follow that question up, uh, how does that affect you and in, in the direction you go with your exercise and nutrition? Is this a trick question? No, <laughs> I do weigh myself every day. Yeah, I do. Um, I do. And it's more, yeah, I think it, just, and it's not like I care if the pounds go up, you know, if it's like two pounds more today than it was yesterday. Like I totally understand my weight fluctuates. And so I totally understand pregnancy is kind of a different story because now I'm just keeping track of it just to kind of know, to kind of know, you know, I know about what I should be gaining, um, during pregnancy and during each stage. And so I do want to stay on track and not, and if I feel myself going overboard, then that like, if the numbers are telling me, you know, whoa, too fast, then I'll dial it down and I'll, you know, get a grip. But, um, but not, but pregnancy aside, I feel like I'm always pregnant, but pregnancy aside, or at least for the past six years, but pregnancy aside, um, I do weigh myself uh, maybe probably close to every day. Yeah. It's, it's pretty habitual, but, um, but it doesn't, it like, it just kind of keeps me on track. It doesn't, I don't freak out about weight. Like it's not a big deal to me, but if I, and weighing, you know, eight pounds heavier that this month than I was last month, then it obviously is telling me that I need to like dial in on my nutrition because probably chances are it's not my workouts because I'm usually pretty consistent with my workouts usually. So, 
probably it's telling me dial in on your nutrition. So I guess it just kind of gives me, it just like gives me a gag. But I'm not like, oh my gosh, I went up a pound. I got to go, you know, run tomorrow or like I got to not eat tomorrow. It just kind of like, it's just a casual kind of gauge for me, I guess. So, yeah, so the, you know, you've touched on a lot of the, the things that probably answer this question, but I'd like to hear it kind of um, just how, however you want to come out with it. But the title of the podcast is Building Better People. Mm-hmm. You know, from hearing me talk to you about it countless times, um, how important that is to me, mm-hmm. to the gym, um, the purpose of why you know, we do what we do. And so like, if you were going to say how exercising and eating healthy, um, has made you a better version of you, what would you say? Mm, Yeah. Aside from, um, aside from pursuing and pressing in to God and into Jesus and into getting to know him more I think um pursuing fitness has been the next biggest life changer game changer whatever you want to call it for me it has been like the most impactful thing um that I for me and like not relationship because you know there's other things in my life that are more significant than working out obviously there's other things in my life like our marriage and our children you know so I don't mean that but as far as like my uh, mental emotional spiritual health like just who I am being healthy has changed it um has changed me exponentially. It's made me a more peaceful person. It's made me um, a more joyful person. It's made me um, a more reliable person. It's made me a better mom. It's made me a better wife. It's made me a better Christian. Like it just, it it may it feels like I'm doing what God wants me to be doing with this body, right? He's given me this body in this life for his kingdom, to impact his kingdom, to reach as many people as I can and to just shine a light to as many people as I can. And I think it's a really obvious thing that if I don't take care of this body, then I'm out of commission, right? Like, I mean, if I don't take care of this body, I wither away, I die, I become, like, literally, I'm like, I'm out of commission. And so, being the best steward of this physical body that he's gave me, because this is the home for my soul, this is the home for my spirit, you know, and this is the home for God, because he lives in me. And so, I feel like it's such a, like, a a responsibility and and something that he expects of me. Not saying that something can't happen to me tomorrow. You know, I could be diagnosed with something tomorrow. I could be, you know, in some accident tomorrow. And then, and that would be the end of this body too. I know this body is temporary, but I feel just like everything else in my life, like my marriage and, and parenthood and finances. He, he asks me to be a good steward of what he gives me, the relationships, the friendships that, you know, everything that he gives me, he asks me to handle it well. And he says, those who are 
um, those who are faithful with the little I can entrust with much. Or, and so if I, uh, so I just feel like it's a duty, something that I just like have to do. But it's just, it's changed my life literally tremendously. And I, I, like every way that I can express or that I can think of it has changed every aspect of my life. That's awesome. So I think there's probably somebody listening who is honestly feeling like they, uh, like, you know, your story. Yeah. You know, Alicia, she's, she's so healthy or, you know, I, I'd never be able to get there or they're so far away from where you are. Um, the idea of going to the gym, you know, they don't know anybody or they feel like it's very much like people that wouldn't, you know, wouldn't accept them because they're, you know, and so they feel almost like they Mm -hmm. are going to continue in their unhealthy lives, um, just because of, um, they're, they're, they're convincing themselves in their minds that they can't do it. So what would you tell that person? First of all, literally you might need to find me a tissue because that, um, I don't know if it's hormones, (laughs) But that just breaks my heart to imagine that person because, um, because if I can do it, that anybody can do it. And so to imagine somebody who feels so discouraged or so, um, just that they couldn't go to the gym and that they don't feel comfortable to go to the gym, it just, my heart breaks for that person. And, and I've been that person. So that's why my heart breaks too, is because I know you know, what it's like to feel intimidated or to go into something just so uncomfortable and so unsure and not know a thing about what you're getting into because I didn't. I didn't know anything about what I was getting into when I started CrossFit. I was, I was just, you know, it was brand new. And so um, so my heart breaks for that person knowing that they would feel that way. But then, but then I say, just take courage. Like, just... Right. If you can just muster up, what's that movie like? Ten seconds of extreme courage. You know, if you can just muster up this tiny bit of courage to get there, and then if you can just dedicate yourself like a little bit, then you'll see progress, and you'll see, and you'll feel what I'm talking about. And you'll because I know these are just words. When I say what fitness has done for me and and how it's changed my life, these are just words and it's just my story that can be your story and it can be their story and it can be anybody's story because anybody can do it we've seen I mean we've seen people we've seen it all we've seen it all from you know moms kids dads grandpas grandma I mean we've just seen the range and we've seen people come so far and do so much and so I just say just muster up that little bit of courage if there's even a little bit inside of you saying that you're ready to start like don't wait just don't don't wait because that courage will go away too if you have that little bit of courage to call or to stop by or come see us come try a class like come today you know like don't wait because it it's easy for that courage to just kind of fizzle Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.